Welcome to Beholder's Eye. My name is Alex, and I'll be your host and Dungeon Master. The Great Isle is in a time of turmoil. Murat Hall raids the countryside. The Grand Abbot has called a conclave to regulate the use of magic. Emperor Simon of Crux and Queen Alanya of Thelmer, once enemies, are now betrothed. The zealous Red Hand terrorize all who oppose their doctrine. Only one group can make things more explosive. The magical miscreants are... Rosie Hanna Iron Cold Lee Green Roblox Bluebeard, a.k.a. Rosie. I'm a gnome artificer bard. Garen Kelso, High Elf Bladesinger. Mole Urzog, Orc Forge Cleric of St. Allegis. Cal Thornbreach, Satyr Bard of Eloquence. Welcome to Beholder's Eye, Volume 2, Episode 1. We open on the Temporal Palace. We see our heroes fully rested. They've come back from their night of frivolity and frolicking in the city of Kalindor. Fully rested up. The wine is out of their system. They feel ready to go. They're awake for the path ahead of them. Let's look at who our characters are this time. It's been a little while since we've uh, talked to everybody. So, real quick, uh, Kim, we're, we're so used to hearing you talk as Zalara. Why don't you tell us a little bit about Rosie once again and uh, who she is and, and give us a little bit about her. Hi, I'm Rosie. I'm really excited about a lot of things, but I'm... Um, um, I'm an artillerist artificer and a bit of a glamour bard, so I can do all kinds of fun things. And I'm very excited about life in general. Wonderful. Yes. Let's glam up those robots. All right. Um, mm -hmm. All right. Ryan, let's let's hear a little bit about the ever-changing but always consistent Cal. So I'm I am Cal. I'm a satyr bard of eloquence. Um he doesn't like he knows people don't like satyrs as much in the normal people world so he likes to change up a bit so he's currently William Osborne a human noble who he's not a complete asshole but he's not the nicest person in the world and he uh, he is here to help people with getting through higher society currently that's great all right Ben uh, tell us a little bit about uh, the only really care the only real I guess long carryover from the first season. Um, the longest running character, I guess you could say, from the first volume. So tell us, uh, remind us a little bit about Garen. Garen Kelso is a blade singer who loves to party and loves to fight things. And anything that is reckless and stupid, he will do. That's right. Okay, great. And Sam. Wow, he forgot Xena. Okay. Wow. The big character <sighs> trait, Xena. Okay. N right. It's fine. She comes up all the time. She and yeah. my basilisk dragon, Piatra, they, they come up all the time. Consistent, <laughs> reoccurring animal companions. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right, Sam, why don't you tell us about the other carryover from volume one? Um, I am Mole Urzog. Um, I don't say my name very often. <laughs> uh, my full name, I just refer to myself as Mole. Let's say it that again. It's like your phone number. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I know. What's a phone number? That sounds exciting. Um, I am Mole Urzog, a 
a bishop of St. Eligius, one of the major sects of the church, and currently um, trying to reforge the church. Uh, that's my big character trait at the moment, is um, I'm a reforger, and I'm trying to reforge my own institution. Alright, so we have everybody here on their safe space, the time out of time, where everybody's sitting, ready to go for their journey. What do you have to say there, Rosie? I don't think Rosie's ever been to the, the Temporal Palace before. No, actually, you have, because so. um, you you were, you weren't paying attention because you were reading Cal's book about our his oh, journeys. Right. Okay, so, never mind. Like, you haven't really experienced it because you were too busy being a nerd. So, so while <laughs> Temporal Palace sounds really good, I've got an alternate name to throw out there right Ooh, now. The Nonsense Nook. Because that sounds way more like us. Yeah. <laughs> Temporal Palace is way too majestic. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and it also <laughs> reminds me of Tempora and makes me hungry. <laughs> That's more a vote to keep it than it is to right? get rid of it, in my opinion. <laughs> just mild punishment for Alex every time we mention it. <laughs> I know, but I, you know, I don't want to Just as long like... as the stomach grumbles don't show up on the recording, we're fine. <laughs> All right. All right. So you all are in the Nonsense Nook, um, the newly named Nonsense Nook, ready to go on to your journey to change the church, Crux, maybe the Great Isle itself, and the politics and wars that come with it. So what are you guys doing? How, how are you launching this new leg of the journey? Well, Osborne... What do we need to do to get this teleport going? Uh, I believe I just need the letter from... Mole, uh, is it Mole or Margarine had the letter? Mole had the letter. Mole had yeah. the letter. Yeah. Anything I... that needed to switch hands did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have the letter. We already established that that's what we were using, so you can have it. Yep. Apart from that, nothing else. I just need to know where we're going, and this gives us a better chance of... Well, this gives us a chance of getting there rather than the description and us being somewhere else oh and you know just because i hadn't previously explicitly said it you know obviously rosie got one of the uh the special necklaces uh, showing that she's 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 part of my crew part of the posse <laughs> um solara sure. just like handed her the necklace or something yeah, yeah. and this way uh <laughs> you can pull out your uh oh what 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 is your elephant's name i'm brain farting here what is Rosie's little elephant's name? <laughs> the gun that she has? Carl! 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 Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I forgot. I completely forgot about him entirely. So, so look, congratulations. This time, you can pull out Coral anytime you want in front of any Inquisitor, and you'll, you should be okay as long as you have that. So that's the significance of those, is magic and magical items uh, you guys can actually carry within Crux, where it is normally extremely restricted. Um, or at least I'll just get in trouble if you do anything bad with it. So that's true. That's true. And uh, so you, uh, the letter itself, there is a, uh, a the letter itself does come from the Grand Temple within the city of Crux, and so you would know that. Um, the other thing, Mole, you could tell him about because you've been there yourself is the Basilica that is in the Grand Temple or in the area of the Grand Temple. 
The way that uh, Crux is situated is there are five different districts. Kind of think of like uh, uh, it's it's built on a series of canals and in, in little riverways. So think of it like uh, a wheel with a hub in the middle, which is known as the Wasset district. And that's where the emperor's house and their ca his castle is. That's also where the Grand Temple, the Holy Seat of the Grand Abbot, the Basilica also is as well. So you have the central power of the empire here in this main district. And then you have four other districts coming off of that, all connected either by waterway, the train, or, uh, the speed rail that we talked about before, or um, an actual walking path as well. So so it looks like Atlantis, um, basically, from above. I, I Never mind. Disregard that. Sam's going to cut it. Uh, uh, I'm sure it can. It. Yeah. Leave it I, Yeah. Yeah. That, that sounds great. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm. It was weird. Leave the cup in now as well. Yeah. Now, now we've got to keep this all <laughs> in here. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> reading through the spell, how I think it would work, Alex. So, because it's an object, mm -hmm. it would be that room where it was written would be the target. I have to roll. Uh, I think you roll a d hundred. It's just how close we get. I in the same well, building, in the same room, in the same. We established area. because of how it was written that it gets you to the area that you intended, um, based that's upon what, what, what we saying. know we'll, about we'll, that. We'll end up where we want, but I, I, that room is the target. The d hundred is how far in that building because we're not going to appear exactly on the desk where it was built as and, a group. And let's uh, because it's still the. <laughs> One to one hundred roll is still there. It's just it's you're on target. So I, we're in the right area, but off target is number of miles away. So this would just be inside that building away, sort of thing, or on the street nearby, not a different city. Is how I'm reading it. So there's still some random bullshit Alex can pull. Rather, than, we appear exactly in this powerful person's room with magic in a place that doesn't like magic. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm concerned about. Yeah, that we show up in his office. You know, there's only one major political figure that we can just pop into their office, okay? And that's Dohava. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> and is that really an office when it's constantly being bricked up and unbricked? <laughs> All right. Well, you know, sometimes they get bricked up and unbricked pretty constantly. So um, I would hope she's got a different office by this point. Um, yeah, this is this, for everyone at home. It's been a, I know it's been a while. Um, so what? What? Uh, I almost said Dulot. I don't know where that came from. What? Uh, <laughs> William Osborne here is casting. Cal is William Osborne is casting his teleport. I, on the D one hundred, I did roll an eighty. So we're gonna get. Let's see. Pretty close to where we want to be. Like, probably same building, I yes. guess. Just all appear in the bathroom in separate stools. As <laughs> so long as we don't have a moaning myrtle. Or, or just fine. in one stool. It's just, the stool just falls apart. <laughs> okay, leave. All right. So, from the nonsense nook, you guys stand around. The teleport spell is cast. You're all engulfed in magical light. The magical light blinds you, and then as it fades, you find yourself standing in a darkened room. You smell incense. There are candles lighting the lighting the room itself. Um, this seems to be some sort of... As your eyes become clear, you realize it's not just a room. You're in a hallway in some kind of building. There are stained glass windows on either side of the hall letting some light in. The light that's coming through lets you know that we are approaching evening. We're at the golden hour right now. So the shadows within the hall are much heavier 
than it would be during the most of the day. Mole, you are familiar with this area. You are within the Basilica uh, surroundings itself. And this is the Hall of Order. This is where all the politics of the church get done. So there are, this is also where a lot of the heads of the uh, different orders who are dealing with more of the administrative side would have their different offices and their, uh, basically it's, it's, it's their headquarters. It's where the the politics of this is done. This is where edicts come out of, and this is where the day-to-day declarations of the church come out of as well. Got it. Um, do do we, as the the Church of Saint Allegis, have a representative here, or is that my sole function now? I'm I'm gonna be serving. As so that. you would have a representative here, but it is a lower status. They are more on the administrative side. They're not here. You know, they don't have the ability to necessarily command edicts. They're there to execute it. Um, think of it like you've got like a, a lawyer representative here. So you've got... And, and, and somebody responsible for, like, corresponding with us directly, basically, so that we're on the same page as the rest of the church, exactly. kind of. Exactly. They're your liaison to the church. Okay. So since we're in that area, then, um, that would be the person I'd go looking for um, once we get here. Um, and I'd kind of I, I, I'd kind of pass that on to everybody. Um, it, it, it appears we are, we are here. Do we need to be quiet? I would not be extraordinarily loud, but silence is not necessary. Um, I will okay. look, though, and see if we can find uh, find one of my brothers uh, to tell them that we have arrived. All right, you know. And then in our heads, I'll say, just a reminder, we can talk telepathically. Rosie There's no one around us where we landed, is there? We didn't just land in the middle of a big hallway. You landed in the middle of a big hallway, but it, like I said, it is becoming dusk. Um, so it's not like, and this isn't an area where you're going to, well, you wouldn't really know that. Mole would know this is an area where we're going to have a lot of foot traffic anyway. There, People are here for a specific reason. This is not uh, a major like okay. throughway for just business as usual or no no pilgrims of Theos are going to be wandering into the hall of, uh, of law here. Hall of order. What were you saying, Rosie? We're, we're important since we're right. here. Um, the the head thing, Rosie would know about that, so she didn't freak out. Okay. I'm good. <laughs> um, Mole, you would know about uh, Brother Hauser Kelp. He is the main administrator for you. Okay, okay, I'll I'll go looking for for Brother Hauser then. All right. You see if see if he's if he's here if he hasn't already gone home and then potentially try and track down his home if I have not all not found him here. All right. You make your way to the office where you know that uh, the uh, Order of St. Allegius conducts its administrative services, and there inside, bent over a um, miniature desk, you see the form of what could almost be a halfling, had it not been for the green ears sticking out through the mess of... Uh, silvery hair and looking up you see the goblin face of brother hauser kelp and he says rosie's having a very hard time like not screaming and being excited about seeing a goblin but she's keeping her cool just barely cow just starts writing down more intensely <laughs> and he looks up in the, the the dim light of his office he's got uh, you can see wax or his candle is down to its bottom wax there 
and he sets down his quill and he looks up. He jumps up excitedly and holds out his arms for an embrace and he says, Oh, brother, uh, it's so good to see you. Uh, uh, Bishop, uh, forgive me, forgive me, Bishop. And then he takes your hand and gives it the it. obligatory kiss. I, 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 since it looks like he got up and like, you know, you know, you can tell when somebody's like prepping for a hug and then they don't, I, I'm going to give him a hug, um, you know, because it seems like that's what he wanted. Um, Brother Kelp, it is wonderful to and see you as well. And you as well. Oh, it is so good to have somebody from the order actually within Crux itself, somebody of, of, of power and, and, and gravitas. It it is it is good to be around friends for sure. I was I was worried that when we got here, um, you would have already returned home for the for the. Oh, evening. you know, uh, uh, um, a brother's work is never done, is it? Uh, so, and and we have so much to do right now with uh, the conclave coming and and everybody here to to discuss the future and the Thelmer problem and the Red Hand problem and the Emperor problem. The there are many, many problems. Yes, um, we we are working on them, though. I, I, I knew promise. You would be. I knew you would be, Archbishop Ulysses. Would not send just anybody over here. I'm so. Oh, it's such a relief. I, I, I don't know if you can tell. I've been so tense. It's it, my teeth. I grind them when I sleep. I, I think they're flat. And do you know what it's like to be a goblin with flat teeth? We don't eat vegetables. It's not great. Well, we can we can definitely. Um, Maybe look into a dental reforger, um, for sure for you. You know, uh, maybe some. Um, uh, what, what, what would restoration I help with that? Well, I, I, I mean, restoration might, but I, I think a goblin grill might be very well. Cool I, I think I, I think that was an outside, outside yeah. question. Yeah, no restoration but, could help. Uh, oh, see. Or, 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 or does what? Would a goblin grill be cool? Would grills on a goblin? No, well, yeah, that would be kind of cool. Hell yeah. Oh my gosh, I think I could probably make you some teeth. Um, um, what, what, ooh, ooh, do you like gold? I could maybe make some gold teeth for I you. I feel like that might be a, a little bit um, ostentatious for a servant oh. of Theos. Maybe silver. Okay. <laughs> hmm. I would have to melt it down. It might take me a little bit. I'm just imagining Rosie running over to him, just like pulling his mouth open, measuring. Oh yeah, she totally like. <laughs> While he's still trying is, to talk back. Is right next to him, talking to him. <laughs> Can I just have a look? Um, well, well, does it look like there is um, what what would there be? Oh, I have silver coins. Um, silver coins. Yeah, I have silver coins. We had talked about silver. Um. It, it, it's okay, Rosie. Uh, melting down will not be necessary. And you see, like, uh, Mole will reach into his pouch and take out a couple of silver coins. And then he's going to cast Fabricate and literally turn it into a set of goblin grills in front of them. Like, he, you can see he's, like, focusing and, and praying. And then he puts his hand on, on his little hammer symbol. And you can feel, like, you can literally feel the heat off of it as it melts into a puddle and then reforms into um into the grills oh All my gosh that's can so be cool reforged. yes um you are you are with the right people with Saint oh Elise. thank you that's ah 
Oh, yeah, I can rip into some flesh with that. That'll be great. I got some venison at home that's been rotting for a few days, and it's just about right. So I'm very excited to finally be able to bite into it. Yes, eating what? is very important. So, Bishop, are, are you? Will, will you be staying here with the order, or uh, will you be looking for some other kind of, of residence while we're you're here on church business? Um, I had not really considered that. I was more worried about getting here in a timely manner, as uh, we had gotten a little bit uh, distracted along the way. You know, I was making sure we didn't arrive How late. long was your journey? Um, it's surprisingly quick, actually. But I did, I did get, you know, we, we did get diverted for about one or two weeks um, in order to deal with a more existential crisis. Um, I'm sure you heard of the the issues going on in, in Thelmer. Mm. Yes, yes. The m massive celestial beings and the like. Um, I'm sure that came over through the messages. This is why Theos must be the regulatory system for, for all magic. Yes, well, I have resolved that. You have? Great. Yes. So uh, your magic is now regulated under the church in Thelmer? Well, no, no, the existential <laughs> crisis is now resolved. In oh. Well, that's good. That's a step in the right direction. Yes. Yes, it is. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, lodging and accommodation would be, or suggestions on it would be greatly appreciated. Well, what would you, you can stay here and, and we would have a cell set up for you and your, your friends, though the accommodations are, you know, it, it, it's for priests and i'm not sure if your your friends i see you have the, the badges but uh, i know you're just agents uh you might not be so comfortable on a, a you know caught on a floor um in a little room i i just need a space that is safe i can make my own accommodations outside oh, of okay that. okay um then you you could be fine there yeah but we've got plenty I, almost every district has some inns in it um so you know it really depends on on where you'd like to go um but yeah, if you just need a safe space, then we have cells that uh, you all can have and stay here with the Church of St. Allegius. I think I would like an inn if that's possible. Unless we have to stay here. Sure, no, no. No. Well, uh, Rosie, I'm we, pretty sure I can make the accommodation more than satisfactory. He is quite but good at that. But then I don't get to play my, my, my music. Well, you can play your music and then come back and stay here. Oh. And there'd still be an audience. That that can be arranged. Also, um, <laughs> I do not believe we all have to uh, bunk and stay together twenty four seven. You know, um, it is a big. Scene. Oh, are you guys in a like foursome? <laughs> no. Um, so being on the road for so long, you know, you get used to, you know, similar sleeping arrangements and and the like. So. You know, a little bit of separation anxiety now that we're in a new place for many of my friends. I don't know that separating is always a good idea anyway. We've had some problems when we do that sometimes. Not with you guys, but like, I don't know. Is this a safe city for that kind of thing? Well, it depends on where you... And all right. Sorry, go ahead. I was just say, in our heads, I'll say, there is no place safe for us. That's part of the fun. Brother Hauser um, says, well, there are definitely uh, safe districts, and, and you wouldn't want to go down to the, well, the down district. That's where uh, 
little more crime ridden but yeah i mean any of the other districts are, are probably better obviously i'd say the wasit here is is the most safe because we've got the emperor we've got the church we've got paladins and church guards and imperial guards everywhere um but the glass district is also very nice if you have some coin uh you can go to the opera and some of the social clubs though you know they might not let you into social clubs you you would have to see there on an individual basis and, and prove yourself to them um, but then, you know, they're also the, the... That shouldn't be an issue for us. Yes. I'm pretty sure I can get I, this I in. I see the way you are addressed. Yes, I can see you being in there, sir. No problem at all. Can you explicitly tell me the directions of the places I shouldn't go? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't go? Down I, I don't want to get lost by accident. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, and then he lays out directions to you on how to get to the down district. He's like, you want to stay away from there, so... <laughs> The three ways to go are, of course, through the walkway, but that'll take you about an hour. Um, and then, of course, you could take the the, the river, but if you take the, any of the waterways, I, I would recommend getting a ferryman to, to ferry you and not try and, you know, go down the river yourself because then the, the mezzanine can come out of the water and, and suck all your, your, your essence away. Um, or you could take the train I'm itself. sorry, the what? What? The what in the river? The mezzanine. It's some evil force that came out years ago. Some people say it's because the church, uh, the, the the Order of St. Crowley did some experimentation. Some people say it's just Theos judging the city of Crux. I don't believe that. I don't believe either one of those, actually. Um, and, and Why don't you just take care no, of it? We, we don't really know how to. It's very powerful. It, it's, it's in the river itself, and it comes out, and um, it basically sucks the magical essence out of any kind of creature. Um, people walk away completely kind of stupid from that. Uh, anything that would allow them to have any ability to cast spells gets... It's, it's a terrifying thing, but that's where the ferrymen come into play. Their staves will protect you. You just have to pay them. Uh, or you could take the train, though that's really expensive. That's like 20 gold per person. What is a train? You don't... Oh, are you from Thaon? Is that like a wagon? Uh, I'm sorry, I forgot what it's like out there in the sticks. Yeah, no, we've got uh, um, some, you know, the same kind of magic that was used to create the War Forge with that same special metal that comes out of out of Pinewall. We used that, and years ago, Emperor Simon's father, the great emperor, he he actually built what we call the speed rail, and it's fueled by magical energy. But, you know, it, it's a way that those who are in positions of, of power and authority and who, who might be more likely to be robbed or hurt can safely travel through the city. So anyone can use it, but you do have to have the, the money to, to do so. So you got to have that access. To that. Hmm. Well, then I'm just speaking in our minds. I definitely do not want to go the river route. The walkway sounds fine. I think we should figure out what the magic is and get rid of it. We could, yes. It's a good side quest for us. We have a couple of weeks, yes? It doesn't sound like our issue, though. Something that destroys magic? Something that we all use? Yes, but we also don't need to go near it. I mean, if the people of this city haven't bothered to deal with it in the time it's been here. The people of this city, they do not like magic, right? Isn't that the whole thing of... It sounds like their staffs to use, they use to ward it off are probably magic. I think they just want it controlled by the church and looks at Mole as he's saying that. Exactly! They're using the Mazakine just to control the population. So if we can get rid of the Mazakine, that's one less form of control. 
Because fuck the church. I mean, empire. Is this in your head? Okay. Yes. <laughs> in our heads. <laughs> and if Mole wants to look at me, that's fine. Just, just actively, just the, to the guy, fuck the church. <laughs> you, you can see Mole over the course of these conversations is getting progressively kind of paler and um, <laughs> like kind of like, oh my God. I, what what have I done? <laughs> what have I done? Um, um, if it's for messing up the church, we could probably use it as a better way to source that the church is evil because it's like the goblin man said it's probably it's been linked to the church so far. The church, their god judging them or experiments mm -hmm. by the church. It's probably more useful to us alive if our aim, uh, our goal is to mess up the church, which I'm all for. It's been <laughs> linked to Saint Crowley, and um, I will remind you of. My goal, at least, is not to mess up the church, but reforge and fix and it. And also, one thing that... You need, need to bring okay. it down for that, right? <laughs> down for what? <laughs> need to bring the... To reforge it, you need to tear it apart first so you can rebuild it properly. I can I can help with the first bit. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing... Um, Rosie in, in the heads will then say, Okay, we don't have to destroy it, but... um. Uh, my my working with the St. Crowley crowd is they're they're real bad so if we can discredit them that'd be great and that would be my my first thought and the well, undoubtedly they have they were the ones who leaked this mezzanine thing so we find proof of that ooh yeah yes um though discrediting St. Crowley may be difficult um one of the heads of that sect is the emperor themselves i just need to see them hear them speak for a minute and we're good <laughs> um while i do not doubt your uh level of uh, of ability um i do know that there there are ways to see through illusions you do realize this right Seeing through illusions, yes, but you can't tell I'm mimicking a voice when it is perfect in every degree. Yes, but when the voice and the face do not match, it can that, cause some discord. That That's for me to worry about. Don't worry. Not everyone in a crowd would be able to see. It'd be a rare person who can see through my illusions. And therefore, a large group of people seeing two of what someone speaking and saying opposite messages could be conflicting. I agree, but thing to know, there are many eyes and ears around the Empire. I mean, if you're worried about people seeing for illusions, I really shouldn't be here, because I'm just an illusion at the moment. That's... I would... I'm just saying be... be careful. <laughs> I thought you had more faith in my illusions, Mom. I... I wouldn't have brought you if I did not have faith in... Brother Hauser looks at you all and says, Y'all are um, very quiet. I'm... I'm I'm feeling a little awkward. <laughs> Did you want me to go back working, Bishop, or, or, or am I free? No, brother. I, I do apologize. I am quite weary after our travels, uh, and not quite myself. Um, also, it is a there, there are many big tasks ahead of us, and I needed to steal and resolve myself for it. Rosie just turns away and is now like looking at a wall hanging, <laughs> <laughs> trying not to laugh in the face of the mole. Um, 
but if you could show me towards some sort of uh, living arrangements, that would be greatly So Brother Hauser takes you all out of the Hall of Order, out of the Hall of Order into the grounds of the Basilica itself. Um, you're able to see that from where you're at, you've got this huge basilica that is um, really the central hub of this whole area that the, the church has. There is a low wall that's around the church. Now, towering over the church itself, you guys can see it's a little bit higher up on the hill as if, uh, you know, establishing its dominance through location is the emperor's castle itself, which is like a three-story castle. It's surrounded by another very large wall, like it's a keep itself within this area. Uh, the wall itself is 35 feet tall. There are... Um, and, and then there are five towers surrounding it as well that you can see are manned by guards. The walls themselves have ramparts, which also have uh, imperial guards. And you can tell from the way they're looking that there are some guards looking directly down at you as if to keep an eye on the church folk. Cool. Can I discern anything about their armaments from here? Um, give me an investigation roll. And, and what what exactly are you looking for? Um, like, are we talking crossbows? Is there, like, big ballista kind of things? Uh, what kind of, um, do, do they have, you know, like, swords and crossbows? Are we talking something better, bigger, okay. whatever? Go ahead and give me a, get that roll, investigation. Could I, could I do a roll as well just to study how they look in case I wanted to imitate them? So, like, exactly how one would look. Um, so yes. Or is that something I need, like, for the fine for the detail? Fine. Whoa, whoa, Rosie. Ah, did it, it worked work? five times. Um, I'm going to go with your <laughs> six, uh, five times. Okay, six one. times with Cal. Um, for your first one was 21. <laughs> so we'll go ahead and, and take that one for Rosie. Rosie, you're able to see their armaments extremely well. You've got um, very keen gnome eyes. So you're able to see that um, there are, they're they either armed with some kind of uh, very ornate, very maybe a little bit it looks like maybe an upgrade of your average longbow for distance and then you also do see some crossbow men who are on the ramparts themselves that look like they're there for a punch you also see a lot of halberds and spears that are there to obviously stop anybody who's trying to climb up through ladders um okay. from the ornate decoration on some of their clothes you imagine that there might actually be a little bit of magic in this this looks more like it's either magical or uh artificer artificer um created but it is definitely not mundane um okay. with what you're looking at also you do see other things that are pretty basic anti-siege tactics um you can even mm. you're pretty sure you smell the smell of pitch on the air that is perpetually being boiled in case any kind of war comes up um and and uh, you do see um what look to be some just giant you're pretty sure you can see some like wood piles that are stuffed up in, in some of the corners that would be there for some tender that'd be easy to light um, if someone were to come okay. up. So pretty standard stuff. As far as Cal, your your not so keen um, satyr eyes with your 13 there, you're pretty sure you've got a good idea of what it would look like. You, you've got the burgundy colors of the emperor down mixed with white and gold trim. Um, you can't quite make out the fine details of the design on the halberds and other things themselves. Um, and the hats that they wear, um, you, you you can see that there are some feathers. There's like a feather to them to give them some height. 
And uh, once again, you can see the, the burgundy and the gold trim, but you don't get a lot of the details on those designs. Basically, what you're missing out on in game terms is the fact is the magical or artificial apparatus runes and so forth that have been added to the uh, the armor. Okay. I can, I can make it possible. All right. Um, are you guys, okay. anybody else doing anything? Garen or Mole? Um, not doing anything, but in our heads. Uh, and I'll, I'll like open it up to the everybody. But um, Mole, considering the disdain for non-church magic, are there any sort of anti-magic fields in this place? Oh, that's a great question. Would Mole know Mole that? Mole would not know that, no. I am unaware. Okay, because we have a polymorphed basilisk dragon and Xena. I'm not sure what would happen with her, because I didn't look at my spell. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> sure if she's a real being or a magical one. Well, we, we can try and find alternate arrangements if we need to. But this magical method of communication is working currently within the grounds. I, my illusion would drop as well. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm. I'm not Cat. sure what being a fae in a magic area would do. <laughs> Osborne can be our, our canary in a gold mine, so that like whoever has the basculus <laughs> is like toward the back of the line, and then Osborne somewhere toward the front. And then if we if his illusion drops, we know not to take. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Piatra. Yeah. And Piatra's not in on the, the telepathic talking, is he? Um, if he can be. Let me see what my how many people can be part of this. I thought it was five. Eight willing creatures. So yeah. Oh. Piatra's in yeah, here. So Piatra speaks up. And Zena, we're in her head too. Uh <laughs> Zena says meow. <laughs> Piatra says, um <laughs> Piatra says it sounds like this church is a problem. I could have this whole place being a statuary, and you could rule it very easily, friend Mole. Sounds good. It does sound tempting. It does not Maybe sound tempting. Like... We should not do that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's like Plan Z. You know, like if everything goes completely sideways. Yes, let's keep it for Plan Z for now. And, and you know we were we were we were working on turning all our friends to stone. Remember we uh, we got the cool shades going on, and uh, you know it's it's better when friends can interact with you and, and make friends as opposed to just turning them to stone when they disagree. Well, if you ever need a religion petrified, Piatra is your dragon. Yes, yes, I will remember Piatra when we need to get stoned. <laughs> Never once I was thinking about I was thinking about Piatra the whole time uh, since we got here. I, I remember we have them. That's right. <laughs> and as I was writing up the adventures and building out Crux, I totally remember Piatra as well. Um uh huh. Uh -huh. You, you know, I, I thought we might have maybe solved that in the in the in the interim in, in interim, the break between the... uh in between volumes. Yeah, we, we uh, could have, but uh, <laughs> the hand wave. Since uh, Ben wanted to uh, keep bringing them back, I, let, let's do it. Let's yes and. They're explicitly here now. <laughs> yeah. So canon. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Piatra the persistent. All right. 
All right. So um, if you guys aren't doing anything else, Brother Hauser will lead you to your cells for the evening. Um, and once again, the, the, the cells are, um, it's in one large building. If Think of it like, if for anybody who's ever been, it's like the Church of the Sepulchre, where you have multiple um, different sects or different orders living all within one building, though they are sectioned off from each other. And they do have, you know, pretty strict, like if you're from one sect, you go in there without permission, you're not going into like the uh, Order of St. Peregrine or something um, as a member of mm -hmm. St. Allegius. But you all are brought in um, and you are given cells. The cells are small rooms, stone. Um, you know, you got a bucket to do your, your, your daily business in. And uh, you do have a cot on the ground. And uh, there is a little wash pitcher. And uh, that's it. It is very much a humble surrounding. Trains, um, but no toilets. Got it. <laughs> I, I cast Magnificent Mansion in mine and allow everyone in the party to be able to enter it, including the Bassas. How big is the Magnificent Mansion? Does it actually have dimensions? It has a dimensional size, yeah, whereas it's... Uh, well, it's a pocket dimension, so... It would fit in a pocket. Uh, the entrance shimmering faintly in five feet. Uh, extra to... I remember correctly, there's not actually dimensions to the mansion itself. It's just that the entrance is You can create feet. any floor plan you like, but spaces can't exceed 50 cubes. Each cube is 10 feet on each side. Oh. Uh, the place is furnished, decorated as you choose. So it's all fae-themed. It contains it's sufficient food to serve nine-course banquet for up to 100 people and a staff of 100 near-transparent satyr servants in this case. Or various fae creatures. All being nice, not evil ones. The red top, but it doesn't try and stab you. It just tries to give you wine all the time. It obsessively <laughs> tries to give people wine. So, like, oh, you no, could have stop. A, you could have a single, st single story dwelling technically that's five hundred by a hundred feet. Um, uh -huh. huge. It's massive, hmm. and you can change it on the fly. It doesn't stay the same. I can change it at will. I think just... something. There's a new room. I was I was just wondering if it's a place that Piatra could like be himself and fly around and whatever, but don't what, think when it's... when it when it ends, everything's ejected. Everything that's not created by the space gets oh gets okay. shunted back yeah. out. Yeah, it's only around for twenty four hours, and anything you take, you can't take things from in there out. But you okay. can eat everything you want in there, and you still make you keep the um, nutrition afterwards. Yeah. That's really nice. All right, so you're you're in the mansion. Everybody's <coughs> relaxed for the evening. Um, Cows' haunches are just you know, magnificently and <laughs> showing. Listening. All right, is anybody else? Is there anything else anybody's doing for the evening? Um, I need to talk to Mole again. But, Go for it. Um. Uh, oh wait, yeah. wait, wait. Hold on. What do you What do you want to do, Rosie? Rosie wants to do some research on Mazakine if it's available in this Would place. If that's a thing. That she can in, look up. In the, the mansion? Mm-hmm. Uh, so she would be going to talk to Cal about it. Okay. It, I think I'd only be able to generate stuff I'd know. Okay. So I don't think I would know. Well, what, what sort of test do I need to do to think if I know anything about uh, whatever this you know creature is? What? That's a great question. Go ahead and give me a... Uh, what would be a good check for that? Um, give me... History, anything Christmas-based. Christmas-based. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Arcana, either Arcana or <laughs> or history or personality. No, not personality, but Arcana or history. 
Uh, I kind of hit you by six. Still, yeah. Oh, no, I add half my um, proficiency bonus, don't I? So that's actually not bad. He could roll um, deception to pretend he knows. And <laughs> 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 a minimum twenty-five. So it's just a book really well detailed. All bullshit doesn't help at all. Uh, no, I do our color. Uh, that's plus. But do we round up or round down on the proficiency bonus ad? Probably I think down. Round down. I think everything's yeah. down. Down yet? So it's a twenty-one. Okay. Um, nice. So, uh, what you're able to know about the mezzanine is that this sounds very much, well, it sounds similar to some form of, um, like, succubi or something of that nature. It seems to have that same sort of property, though what you don't know about it is its form. It seems to travel through water. From what you've heard, it sounds like it's more like energy form as opposed to within, like, some sort of demon form. Um, so there are certain things that don't correspond to what you're you're familiar with. This is the closest you're coming to is something that's similar to like a succubus or an incubus, um, but without the, uh, I guess the the sexuality traditional yeah, form without the demonic form and without the like you know we're here to seduce you by being a super sexy demon. It's more of almost like the essence of those creatures without the bodily form. As you ask for knowledge as well, one of the walls pulls back and shows a library. That's awesome! And I will go dig through the library for the All evening. Alright, so... Uh, Red Top is just obsessively trying to give you wine the whole time you're in there. Just... Oh, I'm drinking it, for sure. And then um, you also see like little fairies. <laughs> um, they're called Thimbalinas because they keep bringing you thimbles full of wine. Because that's the, the largest thing they can carry. Um, what are you doing, Ben? Like somebody just serving you shots all night. <laughs> it's not wine; it's tequila from there. Oh, oh yeah! I bet you're right. It's tequila. I just pass out in the library. <laughs> you stumble in, roll. You go into the library, and Rosie's in there. She's like, "This is the best research I've ever done, ever. I know everything." <laughs> Mole. I have gift for the emperor from the queen. How would I go about getting it to him? Um, we could request audience with him. Um, I, I believe that would be appropriate, seeing as we have been requested to, to appear here in the city. Um, that may be within our power. Excellent. Well, so we, we do have weeks, right? We have before the... Um, whatever it is, conference. Yes. We have, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, Sam, but I have four weeks written down. We've got a, a month. Is that sound sure. right? Okay. Oh, I just wondered, yeah. <laughs> I, I've been keeping track. Yeah, I, I, I think it's anywhere between like three weeks to a month, right? Like it's it's yeah. literally been days since I was supposed to set out. Right. Um, we were we, in the place out of time. We could have come, come here and had like seven months of time true. if we really wanted to. So... Yeah, we could have come out before, like, there was even an issue, before I even knew I was supposed to leave, you know? We could have prevented just, you know, the whole city getting destroyed and everything oh, at that Oh, that's point. what we should do. Instead of, let's scrap everything we've done, and you guys go back and you kill the party from the first episode. <laughs> well, that was, that would be a different world, though, so yeah. we established yeah. that. Wait, we want we wanted to save our world. We don't care about the other ones. Yeah, so exactly. No, um. no. If we killed those guys, took their job, and actually stopped the um, what's her name from being released. No, actually, the world did it, would probably right? be on a better. <laughs> we don't kill them, 
we have mole catch up with the party and they go hey margarine i forgot to tell you something um i i really need you know whatever you're doing now done asap you shouldn't sleep in the tunnel and just uh, go deal with those cultists it's fine but what really happens is we accidentally cause everything to we're actually happen. the ones that are deeper in that are yeah. chanting and cause the whole place to fall down yeah for reasons that we don't know right now yeah, just killing that party at the first point would stop a lot of other things from being released later, despite what's her name being yeah. released. Yeah, we were the bad guys in a in, in a certain way. We, we meant we meant well. We just kept doing Morocco the wrong thing. would have come out anyway. It's fine. Someone would have got a book down there eventually and got past that creature. Really fucked us up. We didn't summon them, but we didn't not not summon them. Summon them. <laughs> We just help facilitate. All right. We're really just the project managers of this whole thing where like we're not necessarily doing the thing that is bad, but we're really just directing people to as do the, heroes. The we're ensuring we still have things to hero. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's really just job security. Job security. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So nobody killed the king in order to ensure job security. Okay. <laughs> Um, Garrett, you hear me? <laughs> what? Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm sure the we can request an audience in the time that we have. You know, uh, we should probably be announcing our presence to many of the major political figures, so we can try and start figuring out what's going on. So that's probably smart, anyway. So, are you all sleeping? Just resting for the rest of the night? Then anything else? Um, Osborne. Am I allowed to leave the mansion and come back? I'm in my cow state, but yeah, you can leave. Oh, there's no, you don't need to stay here at all. It, you know, doors open. You can come whenever. Excellent. I won't close the door. There's a bright light if you're outside, but yeah, do whatever. Thank you. If anyone else tries to come in, they they won't get in. I need to give them the once over sort of thing. All right. Um. So while presumably everybody else is resting, um. I'm going to step outside so that I'm in the real world and I'm going to hold on to um, <clears throat> my key and I'm going to attempt to find more portals or rifts that I might be able to access in this area. Very smart. smart. I like that. Get, uh, you get inspiration. Um, Woohoo! What? You know, first episode of the new volume, I'm giving out inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> Once per hundred episodes, uh, we're not seeing that for hundred nope, episodes. No, nope, we're done with it now. You don't don't even pretend like you remember it anymore. It's not coming back. And it, if he doesn't use it as you know a reroll on this very next roll, he'll forget <laughs> it exists will. and it will never get used anyway. Yep. <laughs> you can mark it on your sheet. I'm like, like, what's this dragon here next to inspiration? I don't know what that means. So. All right. Um, so yeah, in, okay. in doing that, <clears throat> pull up my little. Um, okay. Wait, that that is what the dragon means. Mole still has inspiration from some time. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have to do a side quest with Margraine because Solar has inspiration she didn't use. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so what you're able to find with that is within the um, 
the Grand Abbot's actual house. It's it's separate from the other orders' uh, houses here on the, the grounds of the Basilica. It's like a large mansion, uh, a couple stories tall, um, and it looks like it's it got multiple rooms in it. You can see that there is a... Uh, you know that there is a uh, gate within that building. Um, and it seems that it would be almost like the building was built so they would have easy access to this gate. Um, so mm -hmm. you can see that building. You can get in there or attempt to get in there if you want. Uh, looking at the outside, you do see a couple of, not paladins, but church guards standing out there. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to do anything on my own, but... Um, <clears throat> Good. I will... Wait, so how far away is the Grand Abbot's from where I mean, I'm at. you could walk over there. It's like two turns away. It's not far at all. This is all... Think of... When I keep saying okay. Basilica, think of it this as like... There is the Basilica, the building, but this is like a campus. It's kind of like a small, like, little college campus. So these are just different buildings you could walk to that you would see. This is like seeing the... Yeah. Uh, we're, we're at Vatican City, more or less. Yes, you're at Vatican City. Okay. All right. So I want... Is there like a bench or something that I can sit on? And yes. make it look like I'm just kind of resting. Absolutely. This whole area is, you know, well topiary. Um, I don't think that's a that's a that's not a thing. But you know what I mean. It's very well uh, decorated. You've got, um, you know, well, you do have topiaries out there. You've got benches. It's beautiful. There are a few fountains in the area. It's extremely calm, and you can see why people would think of this as like kind of a holy site uh, because it's engineered to to be that. Okay. Um, <clears throat> speaking of that, I might have to not do what I was going to do, but I assume there's not like wild animals out then, like not cats or dogs. Definitely or anything. not. No, this is a well, ah, well regulated okay. area. There are birds. Ah, okay. Um, I'm going to pop back into our, the mansion and I'm going to coax Xena into becoming an owl for me. Um, you know, she hates being anything but a, her lion self. So, um, but she's going to turn into an okay. owl. And then, and then I'll walk back out <laughs> and, um, go sit on a bench and like pull my cowl over my head. So just in case Father Kinnig walks by and sees me, um, and then I'll send Xena to kind of recon uh, like maybe look, try to look through some windows, um, see if she can get a lay of the land from outside. I don't want her to attempt to enter the building or even touch it. Just kind of fly around. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there are bill. There are windows on the second floor, um, on the front and what you would I guess you would say front and back side of the house. There's nothing on the sides of either side of, of the building are there windows, but. You have um, three windows on the top, two windows on the bottom in the front, and the doorway. And then on the back side of the house, you have six windows, three on the top, three on the bottom. Okay. Are, are any of the curtains open or anything like that? None of the curtains. That she would be able to peer none through? None of the curtains are... Well, yes. Okay. On the, on the bottom floor, there are some curtains open. You're, she's able to see into there. You see like a small dining table. Um, you see just, it, it looks like a, a very extremely nice house inside there, but it's, um, kind of a Victorian setup in that you've got a lot of small rooms. You can't see through it. It's not like an open setup where you can see through the kitchen into the living room. 
it's basically like each room's its own individual individuated space uh, if that makes sense oh okay. one thing you you do notice as well is it looks like in in one of the rooms that the grand abbot actually does have some kind of magical um metallic running toilet not sure i'd quite get what that means but <laughs> uh, what, what's going on now okay <clears throat> all right so I want her to try to see if she can find like, um, I mean, just in the the open areas, if there is maybe like a something that doesn't add up wall wise. If there's like a secret room based upon how the the layout of the building is. Like, I'm just trying to think of. I don't know if there's a. Basically, I'm looking for the portal without having to go inside. Um, so I don't know if there's like a secret room or if it's in the basement or upstairs where we can't see anything but basically just want to look for structure that doesn't really make sense okay um and so you're, you're trying to look at the building to figure that out um you're using your familiar's eyes to do so go ahead and give me i mean that's a very specific thing give me an investigation roll on that. okay uh, 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 uh 17 nice. okay so yeah, you're pretty sure that it, the way the house is structured, it's down there in the center, um, probably in a basement, is what you're figuring. Okay. Okay. All right, I'm not. I'm going to recall her. Um, actually, no. I'm, I'm going to let her fly around, and I'm going to just kind of hang out there for until it gets like really dark, and then I'll, because I don't want to just like sit down and then get back up basically i I'm, I'm trying to make it just look like i took a little nap okay. and then then i'll go back and then at some point later xena will fly back to me but not not like an immediate thing okay so. cool and then i'll bunk down in the mansion for the night bunking down in the mansion all right any anyone else doing anything else we need to do you want to do nope Mole's just going to lie in his bed, regretting all of his decisions. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, sorry. Uh, <laughs> what do I know? Or because you said we can see like every like everybody's kind of here. Is there a specific St. Crowley um, building or anything yeah. like that yeah there is there 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 is a uh just just like you guys have gone into the cells for saint allegius there is that sectioned off place for saint crowley as well um so yeah that is there and one of the things about this is all these dormitories are basically one building so there you guys just have different entrances to go into ah uh, okay okay before um, going, it, yeah go ahead before going to sleep i was doing my uh sending thing of sorry we killed your dad and a song to is it is it Morocco it is. To? Yeah. yeah hey I remember the name for one uh, sorry we killed your dad here's a song and <laughs> I forget can he respond he can respond All right. and he says stop uh, doing this <laughs> I can't respond to that unless I cast a spell again, and I'm not going to. We'll just wait until tomorrow when he gets another one. <laughs> All right. Well, if nothing else is happening, then we'll pull out from the pocket dimension. We'll pull out from the dormitory itself, 
And then we'll spray story jizz all over everything, Cam. You dirty, dirty <laughs> girl. All right. So we'll if no one's doing anything else, we'll pull back from the magical mansion. We'll pull back from the dormitory. We're flying over the city of Crux now. We see the hub and the four spokes. Going down into the uh, district that is known as the Fexan district, where you can see artisans have their work set up. Um, there are different guild halls here. We focus in on a blacksmith bringing its hammer down, bringing their hammer down onto an anvil. There is a sound outside. There's some ruckus. You hear some people fighting. It sounds like something's going on. The blacksmith, who we're seeing right now, opens the door and suddenly is engulfed in magical flames. There's a huge explosion as the front of the Forger's Guild is blown apart. We pull back again and we see people in the street. Red Hand, Acolytes are marching in the street of the Down District, heading toward the Glass District on the walkway. And with that, we'll call the episode. Thank you all for listening to Beholder's Eye, Volume 2, Episode 1, DeForge the Church. We hope you're enjoying this foundation episode for our new storyline. Uh, one of the storylines we have coming up was inspired by a few comments made by Mikey Mike C85 and Maction in our Discord server. So um, thank you guys for that. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review, everyone, wherever you listen to podcasts. That greatly, greatly helps us out, and we really appreciate that, especially with this launch of Volume 2. Please don't forget to join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash beholdersipod. Follow us on Twitter at beholdersipod. You can follow Kim who plays Rosie at Mets Girl, Ryan who plays Cal slash Osborne slash Wicker at Duff Duff the Third, Sam who plays Mole at Samslot007, and Ben who plays Garen at Mural4D2. Thanks, and we'll see you next week. Editing and music by Alexander Floyd. Music from filmmusic.io. Midnight Tale, Minstrel Guild, Tempting Secrets, Curse of the Scarab, and our story begins all by Kevin McLeod, Incompetech.com, License under Creative Commons, Attribution 4.0, Licenses, CreativeCommons.com, slash licenses, slash buy, slash 4.0.